Hey Clutterbugs, welcome back to the Clutterbug podcast. I'm so excited today. I have the most amazing guest for you guys. We are here with Callie from But First Coffee. I know you're fangirling. I'm fangirling. We're all excited. I'm excited to talk to Callie because I feel like of all the channels I watch, of all the people I follow, Callie really does have her life together. She might not agree with that, but I, I feel like there's real balance going on in Callie's life. So without further ado, hello, Callie, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I know that people listening can't see, but I'm like smiling from ear to ear. That was such a nice introduction. You are lovely. Okay. So if no one has heard of you, please tell us a little bit about yourself, where they can find you. And I'm also curious, like how you got started in this whole game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Callie. I'm a, uh, mostly a full-time YouTuber. I technically started as a blogger. Uh, I still have my blog, which some people feels like it's sort of like an, an ancient ritual, but I still love blogging and it's still sort of my main platform. So, but first is where you can sort of find me. And, and I love it because it's a place that you can get to all of my areas, whether it's Instagram or, or YouTube or whatever. Um, but I started totally just for fun. I was actually an educator, um, went to school for elementary education and I taught English as a second language for a while. And I just kind of needed a creative outlet beyond that. And so I started blogging and then just kind of made videos for fun. And I did that for a long time for probably three or four years. It was just like totally a hobby until I realized like I could sort of make, you know, a a sort of a living off of this. And so I started it as more of a side hustle and I was still working an office job for a while. And it wasn't until like two, maybe it's coming up on three years. I can't remember because like COVID just pushes everything together that I finally sort of went into it full time. And it's been really fun because I've grown so much. It's been almost, it's going to be nine years this year that I've been doing it. But like it went from, I was like single living in this like little rental house to getting married and buying my first home and having kids. And so it's been really fun because it's grown with me through all of that process and my content has grown so much to sort of where it is now, which is really about, um, just like, I really like to just share stuff that like feels like it makes life more simple because life is so complicated. And I feel like as people, we've made our lives so complicated. Um, and so just like ways to make it feel easier and more simple. Um, cause that's, what's really become important to me. And so that's what like, I love sharing about. I love sharing about that too, but I feel like it's coming from different sides. I'm desperate to have more balance. You are nailing it. I re- And you might not feel that, but I'm telling you from an outside, and I've met you in person. You really, you really do have this grown up thing, kind of like you have a rhythm. You have it, you're doing it. You're, you're, you're not just pretending you're, you're really getting it. And I want to know all your secrets because you have little kids Mm -hmm. and you work full time from your home. Your husband Mm -hmm. works from your home as well, right? Yep. Yep. And it isn't a big space. Um, I think you said you have 1100 square feet. So I have 1400. I feel you. Yep. 
it's a lot and you're filming. So I don't know if you're like me, but you have like cameras set up and maybe lights and things and you're doing projects and you have, and then it's like, oh, now I got to make dinner and deal with kids and, Mm -hmm. and all of that too. So let's talk about that. I'm curious. Do you feel like you have your life under control? (laughs) I mean, I think that I have a fairly good rhythm. I think, I mean, yeah, I have small, my children are currently one and three as we're filming this. My my three-year-old's about to turn four, which is crazy, but, um, you know, certainly you have one of them gets sick and something goes on with school and you kind of like feel like it's falling apart, um, in the moment. But I feel like I've gotten to this place where even when things get really hectic, hectic, um, I always know I can easily get back to where I need to. Like I've sort of developed these systems and like processes, a lot of it just comes down to like being really diligent about routines and habits that I use um, that allow me to sort of maintain that. And the reason that I have, like, I've not always been this way at all. Um, and I think that it was it like, it was all born out of chaos and overwhelmed. Um, I kind of was like, I can't keep doing this. Like I need to find things that work. Um, and then I've just been really good about being super, disciplined about sticking to them because I just realized like I I always love the quote that it's discipline now or regret later like I say that to myself at least once a day um because I know that like if I do it now um I will be happy like it will be worth that I took the time to do this habit otherwise tomorrow I'm going to be kicking myself in the butt for not doing it I love that I need to repeat that because that's my biggest struggle is self-discipline. So I feel like I have the house thing under control and I, and anyone listening, I don't mean to say this, um, and, and make light of it, but I feel like that's an easy part because for me, it was like, I just need less stuff. Mm-hmm. I just declutter. Like I can be a slob all day and then burst 15 minutes and do a quick tidy up or declutter some things. And I'm way further ahead. It's those daily consistent routines that I really do struggle with, but you do simplify it. So like, tell me what is something that you do every day that just makes your life easier? And I'm putting you on the spot here and I apologize for that, but I really want to know, like, if you had to pick one thing, please don't say getting up early, please don't say getting up early. (laughs) I mean, one of them is, but I won't say that one. If you want me to not say that one. (laughs) No, it is. It is that one, isn't it? That's a big one for me, but it doesn't have to be. And I, I mean, I'm just somebody who my mind works better in the morning. Like you, your habits can happen at, after the end of the day, if you want something, I just learned Like, I think it's important to know yourself, um, to be successful and something I learned about myself in college. Like I remember being in college and being like, what you do in college is you have to stay up late and you have to like, you know, pull, pull an all nighter studying and like my brain just stopped working. Like I was not like, it wasn't working. And I finally figured out like my junior year, I was like, if I wake up at 3 AM, I'm like still not sleeping as much as like, you know, the same thing as people pulling all nighters, but like my brain is working. Like I can wake up, the house is quiet. I can have my coffee and I can get work done. So I learned that about myself that like, if I need to get that work done, it has to happen in the morning. You know, my husband is like a night person. Like he does, he can stay up late doing work. And if that's what works for you, have a really good evening routine. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the morning routine. Um, So I have all sorts of like little habits that I do. Like one, the one that I always preach in all of my videos, like I will not go to bed with a dirty kitchen sink, right? Cause it's gonna set me up in the morning. I don't wanna come down and have to worry about dishes. 
Um, one that I started in 2022 was for laundry because laundry is just like one of those ones that I feel like I could never get on top of. There's There has to be more people living in my house for how much laundry there is. I just don't understand it. But I finally made a rule. I was like every morning because I'm a morning person, I'm up before the kids. I will do something for the laundry, whether it's I'm switching the laundry, I'm bringing laundry up, I'm folding it, I'm getting it like one step closer. And 97.9% of the time, I do not want to do the laundry. Like I I'm just woke up, I'm groggy. There's like other things I want to do, but it's that like discipline of sticking to it. Every single Sunday morning, I sit down, I meal plan for the entire week. I know everything I'm going to eat. I create my entire grocery list. Like it's done. It's on the calendar. The food is ordered. You know, I just have to go pick it up on Monday. So it's like tons of, of little itty bitty things. And I think that's what like I find so important is it's not these like big monumental things. It's not like I'm working out for an hour every day and I'm getting sunshine right when I wake up and, you know, going for this like hour long walk or whatever. It's just like these little tiny habits, like most of them taking less than 10 minutes. Um, and that's what I love is because it's just like these, these little things and they make such a huge impact when they're repeated day after day after day. And you're like really sticking with them. I, I love that. And you know what I, we have similar habits. Maybe my life isn't as much of a disaster <laughs> as I thought, because for me, yeah, it's dishes, dishes and laundry are non-negotiable and yep. I have to meal plan or I'm getting takeout. And that's just yep. all there oh, is absolutely. to it. Like I, yep. I'm a disaster and I actually use a meal kit program for three mm -hmm. days a week because yep. man, it's, I spend a little more, but I, in the long run, I feel like I'm saving money because I'm not running out and I'm actually eating healthy yeah. and it's like, you're not getting takeout. I'm not getting takeout. It is totally worth it, but Absolutely. let's take it a step further. Like, do you plan other things? This is where I really fall short is like my day-to-day -day life routines outside of those three things kind of suck if I'm mm. being total like I don't have a strict cleaning schedule I right. when things start to get dirty I dust but when life gets busy I don't notice and those type of things the dirt gets yeah. out of control and and yeah I'm not, I feel like I'm not scheduling enough time for friends and family and hobbies how mm -hmm. are you doing with all of that um, well, I just don't have a social life. No, 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 I'm kidding. Um, I, I think that lots of times we don't schedule time for certain activities that seem like we wouldn't need to schedule time for them. And it's not necessarily that you're like writing out your entire day and like you're sticking to the schedule, you know, minute by minute. But for example, like every Thursday or Friday, my husband will do like a little check, like whether we're talking or we're texting. And I'm like, what things do you want to get done this weekend? And then I tell him what things I want to get done that weekend. And then we like legitimately will schedule not to the minute or hour even, but like when that will happen, you know, he has some stuff he needs to do in the garage and he wants to fix. I'm like, okay, great. Saturday morning after breakfast. I'll take the kids to the park or whatever. And the house will be, you know, you've got young kids. You can't be doing lots no, of stuff around. Um, I'll take the kids to the park for two hours. You can do that. And then, you know, maybe whenever, you know, we sort of have this general guideline. And I think lots of times, you know, we leave something out because we think if we leave it out, we leave the bill out because we'll pay the bill if we leave it out. Um, we have that, like we had just had to install a doorstop. Like if I leave the doorstop out, I'll remember to install it. But we don't, if we don't kind of like, 
assign a time to it. And what I always find is if you don't assign something to a block of time, something else will assign itself to that time, right? Yes. It's going to happen. So it's just about, it's not about having to be strict and rigid. Like I don't have this like calendar with every hour, like blocked out, but I have a general idea. I mean, people like to use that the idea of block scheduling. And I, I will kind of do that. Like in the morning block, these are the things that I'll get to. And in the afternoon, this is what I'll do. Um, so I think sometimes people think it feels really strict to be like scheduling it in, but it's more just like, these are the things I'm going to get done Saturday morning. Um, so that you're intentional about your time and you're making sure you're actually getting to the stuff. Cause like I said, if you're, if you don't be intentional about it, something else will just fill it up. Yeah. That's definitely what's happening with me, especially with things like I, I, if I didn't have Google calendar, I don't know where I would be. And I need that sucker to remind me constantly. So I am putting like all our activities and all the, the, the hardcore things that you'd think you'd have to put in a planner. But I think where I'm failing is things like we're cleaning out the garage on Saturday. We say it, but then Saturday comes and it's not on the calendar and we forget to remember, or even we want to go apple picking. And I'm like, every, every weekend, I'm like, we should go apple picking this weekend. But because I'm not being reminded that that's a priority, I'm filling the day with other things that aren't probably as important. I'm just forgetting about apple picking. Yeah, absolutely. And I, my examples were obviously like to do stuff, but it can be, I mean, like my husband has certain nights. I mean, and like, this might sound like so rigid, but we're like Tuesday and Thursday when the kids go to bed, we're not watching TV. Like we're going to sit down together and have a dinner you know, so like, it's, it's still like, you can schedule nice time too. It's not that we're just like scheduling. I think sometimes we think of scheduling as like things I have to do, like my to-do list, but you should be scheduling apple, apple picking and, you know, like all of those things that you want to do. Cause again, if you don't put it into time, something else will take it up. That's so, that's a better way of looking at it than me resisting. I don't want to be rigid and plan every second. I want fluidity. I want to be flexible. (laughs) But what that actually looks like in my life is filling it with stuff I don't want to do. Is It's the day being filled with nonsense and garbage because Mm -hmm. I haven't been intentional. And I love that you use that word because it is about, it isn't about being some square that's scheduling every second of your day. It's about being intentional with what matters. And I think that's the whole point of time management. And it doesn't have to be this A-type personality that you don't have to be that to still enjoy the benefits. Right, exactly. No, totally. And I'm definitely not a type A. And I think, you know, just because you have some, you know, something else comes up, like there's always still that flexibility. You know what I mean? Um, but you still have it scheduled and it's still there. And at least it's written down. And if something else comes up, you can scooch it, you know, to another day. So it doesn't get forgotten. Um, I think lots of times people, when I talk about my planning, they think it must be this like really rigid, you know, I don't even have a current planner. You know what I mean? Like I use Google calendar, but like, I'm not writing down every hour of, of things that are happening. I'm just making sure that I'm using my time wisely. And I think a lot of it was, like I said, just born from a place of total overwhelm where I felt like I had so much to do. I could never, ever get it done. Um, Majority of it was born at the very beginning of COVID when I got locked down. I had a young child. I was pregnant. I was trying to, I just quit my job. I'm like trying to keep my business afloat. And there's like no childcare. We don't have like family around. And I was like, how how am I going to fit all of these things into my day? You know what I mean? 
And so it was just born from that place of being like, there's gotta be some type of solution here. And you're nailing it. And I love that. I feel like your life is just, ah. and I, to hear that you schedule time with your husband is again, something I'm going to walk away from this because even though I see Joe every day, all day long, he never leaves. Okay. We both no, work from my home. My husband never leaves. Please leave. I feel like saying <laughs> that's not nice, but he's always here. We still don't have, we're not dating. Mm-hmm we've forgotten about that in our 20 years together. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you schedule that time. What does that look like? Does it look like you eating dinner together after the kids go to bed in your own home? Yeah. My husband and I are not big, like date night people. I know like everyone's like date night is so important. Like you got to have date night. I mean, we certainly have tried it. We've like hired the babysitter and paid like the stupid amount of money to have somebody like watch our children to go have like a mediocre meal and like a cocktail. Yeah, I didn't even really like that much. Um, and I mean, it's nice. We like hung out, but like every time at the end of date night, we're like, when you've just like rather just like been at home and like hung out. Um, so we still have date time, but it's just like very often at home. And actually the more I talk to other people about that, they're like, that's like what I want to. And we are, we're very intentional about it. Um, we're still at the place where like both of our kids usually will take a nap on Saturday afternoons. So like we almost always, like we have a lunch together, like we plan it. Like that's when work time stops. And like, we have like a little a little date we'll like make a cheese board on the front porch but it's like planned in like we both know the kids are going to sleep like this is what we're doing Friday night almost always it's like a movie you know either we're having dessert if we already ate with the kids or we'll like do popcorn or we'll order a pizza um so yeah like we talk about it I mean like it's a date but it's just it just happens oh. in the home yeah that's so romantically adorable <laughs> and I love all of it. I have teenagers who never go to bed. They're yeah. always, and they're always like, so Joe and I are like, oh, we're going to just lay in bed and watch a movie, you know, and bring snacks. And then it's a, it's a, it's a kid party with a bunch yep. of teenagers coming yep, in and sure. talking about boys and it's a nightmare. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do need to be more intentional about like putting boundaries. And that's another thing that I noticed about you. Mm. In I I mean I only met you for a few days, but I feel like you really are good at putting boundaries on yourself and sort of standing up for yourself, which is so hard to do, especially as women. Mm. Um, and it all comes down to I just I keep going, but you keep saying this, like being intentional with your time, being intentional where you're putting your energy, and mm. not letting it be taken advantage of by other people, even if it's yes. your own children. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So how, how are you so good at all these things? I feel like, I feel like with boundaries, I mean, that's, that's certainly something you slowly learn over time. I haven't always, I, I, I'm, I used to be much more of a, a people pleaser, but I think a lot of it, and I think a lot of it has just been being a a social media influencer or whatever it is they call us nowadays where, you know, I'm in this position where, I mean, every day things are written about me on the internet and like there's comments and you know what I mean? So I think some of it is having to develop a tough skin and realize that like, I am who I am. Like I've in, in learning to feel confident in who I am. Like I like who I am. I know that I am a good person. You know what I mean? I, I know that I'm a hard worker. 
Um, I, I like who I am as a person. And so it was sort of like a long process of just realizing that's really what matters. Like, as long as I like my, myself and I, I believe that I'm a good person, I'm, you know, I'm a good friend, I'm a good, um, wife, I'm a good mom. It doesn't really matter. Like, I don't, I literally have gotten to a place where I'm like, I really don't care what other people, their opinions of me. I want people to, to look at me as a, as a kind person. Like when I pass people on the street, I want to say hello to them. Um, I want to like always exude kindness to others, but just, I think that, that realization of like, not everyone's going to like me saying yes to more things is not going to make people like me any more than it would. Like they're either going to like me or they're not. Um, I feel like that has made it a lot easier for me to create boundaries because I'm not doing things to make other people like me or to like live up to the expectations of what they think I should be. I want to be like you when I grow up. I know I'm a lot older than you. I, I'm really struggling. I, I mean, I don't care what people on the internet think about me, but in my own life, um, I have aging parents. I have aging great grandparents who are still alive and just a lot of people in my life and a lot of expectations. And there is not a weekend that goes by that there's someone like, are you going to come to the nursing home? And are you going to go here? And are you going to visit? And can you help me do this? And I need help with this, but coming from multiple people. Mm -hmm. And then my kids have hockey and activities and I'm so scheduled and I'm so desperate for less, mm -hmm. but I feel so guilty. And who yes. do I pick and who do I choose? And Christmas is coming up and I know you're not my therapist. Listen, I'm sorry <laughs> to throw this on you, but listen, it's like, well, we have this at party and this party and can you make it? Can you drop by? And we want to stop by and see the kids. And I feel so pulled in so mm -hmm. many different directions because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I think what I really, I know what I need to do is be a little, I need to stand up for myself and I need mm -hmm. to say like, people are still going to love me and I'm yep. still a good daughter, granddaughter, friend. Mm -hmm. If I say I'm putting myself first this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, that the overused, uh, phrase or whatever that people say, where you can't pour from an empty cup. I think like that uh, early motherhood, like my first child really helped me learn that. Cause I had like huge postpartum anxiety. Like anytime I had to leave him, like literally to take a shower, you know what I mean? I was like feeling guilt over this. And I finally realized I was like saying no to things, like not overfilling my plate, taking time for things that like I care about, um, make me a better friend. They make me a better mom. They make me a better wife. Like those are the things that, um, that really matter. And I think lots of times my husband can be a lot like you in the sense of like certain obligations or getting invited to things. We recently had a birthday party, a kid's birthday party that we were invited to that we couldn't make it to. And then something happened and we could, and he's like, well, we should go. I'm like, they, they really, at the end of the day, they don't really don't care if we're there. You know what I mean? They invited us. If we're there, like, that'll be fine. It'll be nice. I'm like, they're not sitting over there, like crying because Michael and Callie can't come to this birthday party. So I think sometimes too, we put these expectations on ourselves from other people. You know what I mean? Because we've been invited, we feel like we have to go. Um, so, and that is hard. I mean, obviously, like, especially for the people that, that matter to us, our family, our really close friends, like we feel like we want to be there for them. Um, but I think remembering that like protecting your own self is making you a better daughter. It's making you a better mom. 
Um, because I know I'm a way worse mom. Like when I, when I don't take that time, you know what I mean? Sometimes I remember when I first sent my second to daycare and like feeling guilt about that, you know, that I couldn't Mm -hmm. be there for all the time, but I'm like having time for my own business, having time for myself, like that is making me a better mother for her. Um, and it's not, it's not something you just, you know, you just get, it's just like, you know, you slowly, I still have guilt over it sometimes now still. Um, but definitely looking at it from that perspective, um, helps a lot. I feel like I'm now entering a new phase of motherhood too, where I need to put boundaries on myself, like the guilt around my children. I know this is going to sound terrible and maybe this is controversial, but here's the thing. Now that my kids are older, they come home from school. I'm done work at five. They all want to tell me about their day. So we have family dinner where everybody takes turns chatting, but it doesn't seem to end there. Like it feels like, mom, can you take me to the mall? And can you take me here? And can you drop me up at a friend's house? And I want to tell you all about this boy. And I want to do this. And then Milo's like, can you come play soccer with me, mom? And when is it me? When do I get not, and then my husband, I should spend time with my husband and I should, but I am such an introvert. I need to like recharge my own battery, but it feels so wrong to say to my kids, listen, I need the next two hours where mom just reads a book and does isn't interrupted. Like, why does that feel like a bad mom thing to ask for? But I've been trying to tell myself, I want to mirror, like, I want to show my kids Mm-hmm. That being a mom doesn't mean you have to be their entertainment director 24 seven. Yes. And just that, like, I feel like so many of us are so used to seeing women that are uh, always busy, overworked, exhausted, constantly. It's almost, you know, in some ways put up on a pedestal a little bit, like that you're doing all of these things, you know, you have the the best corporate job and you're being a mom and you're managing the whatever. Um But like, think about, yeah, that idea is that you want to show your children, you know, a woman who is, can be relaxed, that a woman who can take time for herself um, and that that's not taboo. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That we should have that just as much. And we can put boundaries on ourselves, even for our family, even for our husband and children and say, you know what, tonight, I just need the night to myself to watch a movie and popcorn. Mm -hmm. And if you need something, nobody to speak to me or touch me. And that's okay. That doesn't, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. This no. is what I'm, tr- I, I'm realizing like, that's how I recharge my battery. and everybody's different. Yes. Maybe other people recharge their battery by spending oodles of time on the couch in a pile of children. Yes, um, totally. But I do that a lot. And there mm-hmm. are times where I, it's okay for me to have boundaries and say yeah. tonight's a night that mom's just going to have some chill time or just with yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. And it's not you saying, you know, because of me first, it's all me, me, me. It's just sort of a me too. You know what I mean? Like I also me deserve too. that time too. And I think, like I said, I always am reminding myself, I'm like, this is not me taking away from my children. This is me giving to my children because I'm going to come back as a better, better mom. I mean, I've seen it a bajillion. I've been quarantined with children. I'm not as good of a mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so really you're giving to yourself, but I always think of it like I'm giving to my husband this way. I'm giving to my children this way because I am, I'm a better spouse and and mother when I do this. I think that's, if I had to like really put a pin in what's so different about you, it's that you really do have that self 
respect. Is that strange? But you, you can tell you're like, you know what? I'm important too. And mm-hmm. that means looking at you, you're not frazzled. You're not mm-hmm. overwhelmed. You are in charge of your life because you know, at the end of the day, what's really important. And I want to be more like that. And I (laughs) hope someone listening, like that meeting you in person, that's what I came away with. I'm like, wow, this person's Zen. And I think I said that to you. Yeah. You just feel Zen. Not to say that you don't get upset or overwhelmed. I'm sure that you do. I do. But your energy that you're putting out is someone who really is just Zen. And I want some of that. I (laughs) really do. Can I have it to me? Maybe I could bottle it and then I could sell it and then I'll be a millionaire. (laughs) That sounds lovely. But I think like in, in talking to you, I think that Zen comes from you just are really, really good at zooming out and looking at the big picture and identifying where the holes in your leaky boat were and you Mm -hmm. filled them. You were like, I need more structure. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be rigid, but I need routine and I need boundaries. And I need to make sure that I'm making time for myself and Mm -hmm. that I'm not giving too much of myself when I start feeling when any of us, if you're listening to this and you feel sort of pulled in a million directions and frazzled and overwhelmed, it could be that you are giving, trying to give from an empty cup. Yeah, absolutely. And I always try to look at things from a, um, like a, not necessarily a problem solving perspective, but I think it's really easy when things aren't going the way that we want, or we're, we're faced with some type of obstacle to sort of just like dwell on it. Like, this is the way that it is. And why did I do it that way? And sort of like get caught up in that sort of whatever. Um, and I remember, you know, previous to doing this, I was a manager at a company and I remember like, I can't remember how many times I would say to everyone, I'm like, okay, that has happened. Like, that's what, like, how can we fix it moving forward? And so that's like, I really, how I look at things. Um, cause I feel like as humans, it's really easy for us. You know, there's negativity bias, right? Like we tend to focus on the bad things that happen and just like, let it overwhelm us. Um, but to sort of say like, that's the way it was working. Like, that's not like, how will we like, let's work on moving forward. Like, what can we do to continue to improve it? And so I think also having that, like always forward looking perspective, um, helps a lot. You know, there's always tomorrow. Like my favorite quote about motherhood is like the best thing about being a parent is there's always, you always get a second chance. And it's probably in a couple of minutes. Like you just constantly can keep doing it again. I love that. Yeah. Every, I I've been having the same quote lately. Like every second is a new chance, a new beginning instead of always having to wait till tomorrow or Monday to Mm -hmm. start over again, specifically with my diet, but in every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always a chance to start over. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm feeling so inspired. I hope everyone please run over and watch Kelly. But before I go, I have to ask, I mean, the name of your business is, but first coffee, how much coffee do you drink (laughs) to get this level of Zen? What is it? Lay it out for me. Honestly. Well, the funny thing is over the last, you know, so many years of my life, I've either been attempting to get pregnant, pregnant or breastfeeding, which obviously impacts slightly impacts your, your caffeine intake. I remember the best part about stopping breastfeeding was like, I was like, I can drink as much caffeine as I want again. 
Um, but no, honestly, usually I max out at two cups a day. Um, so it's not really that many. I, I have had periods of my life when I was younger, when I could drink much more, but I, my body can't, can't do that anymore. So you even have control over your coffee <laughs> intake. I mean, you just the whole, or package. my stomach will be really upset because <laughs> you're like discipline or discipline now or regret later. Regret right? That's later. what you said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. Even I love that. that. I'm going to adopt that mantra. I'm going to just, no, I'm terrible at self-discipline, but maybe it's something that I just have to repeat, like a fake it till you make it. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. I mean, and I, I think, I mean, the, the thing that my followers always quote me on is I always say like tomorrow, you's going to thank you for it. Right. So it's that same idea. I'm like, I either do it now or tomorrow I'm going to be pissed that I didn't do it. So I love that. You're like, you're like, Amel Robbins over there. Oh, so inspirational. Thank you so much. Please tell everybody listening again where they can find you and how they can follow you. Yes. Uh, the best place to find me is butfirstcoffeeblog.com. And mostly I'm on the Instagram and the YouTube. Those are my two main platforms. Yeah. You're killing it with like short form content too, which I am addicted to right now. So I yeah, love watching I, So much there. fun to make too. I like was consuming a lot of it. And now I'm like, Oh, this is really fun to make too. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. And thank you to everyone listening. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.